hesitate, show no mercy. Don't know the power of the dark side. What is up, everyone? This is BX Force Jedi Kev for the Bronx Bomber Strike Back. I haven't been in a while. It's been a while. I haven't been on the air talking a little about Yankee baseball. Also, feeling a little more better, a little under the weather. But let's get right to it, man. I hope you guys are having a wonderful Black Friday. Hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. And of course, we are here for the questions of the hostel for the New York Yankees. We, what are we thankful for of this season? Of course, Aaron Judge. The big question is Aaron Judge. Congratulations to Aaron Judge winning the American League MVP. Last time I was on the air, I wasn't able to give him his congratulations, his flowers. And of course, I am so thankful to be back on here. I'm going to give you my thoughts, my two cents before we get going. Salute to everyone in the chat. What is going on, TT? T5, T5, salute. Well, he hasn't talked for a while. His Facebook got suspended, as well as Chris the Flash. Salute Chris the Flash in the building. Let's get right to it. Aaron Judge unanimously wins the American League MVP. Of course, he is the free agent darling. A lot of reports said he met last Tuesday with the San Francisco Giants. Uh, all, all indication points that the Yankees are the front runner to sign Aaron Judge. There was a report by... So uh, an unspeculated source, $337 million for eight years for Aaron Judge is the offer currently right now, the leaderboard from the New York Yankees. The Dodgers said to kick in, kick the tires and Aaron Judge is not interested in the Dodgers, which is I'm having a hard time believing that with Aaron Judge. But it's always it's it helps Aaron Judge the more teams involved. The more teams want his services, the greater it is for Aaron Judge to get that money. All in all, I think Aaron Judge ends up with the New York Yankees. I don't think the I don't think the New York Yankees lose out on Aaron Judge. Although it won't surprise me if there is, they, I'm pretty sure the Yankees have Plan A, B, and C in place. But before we go over to the Judge and Plan B and C, I want to also go into the Manager of the Year. I wasn't here. I wasn't available to do a video or a reaction on the Manager of the Year. I wasn't feeling well. 
And I'm going to go, I'm going to give you my reaction. I know it's a little bit, I know whoever's watching this video late. Oh, this happened about two weeks ago. Absolutely. I'm aware of that. I just wasn't in, in good health to speak about it, but I want to speak about it now. Now, for the National League, we have Buck Showalter winning the American League, the National League Manager of the Year. And I, I, my rant with it, um, I'm glad that Buck Showalter won the American, the National League um manager of the year as well as terry francona let's talk about both francona and buck showalter and when i look at those two managers they're both managers that manage like a real manager the real style of baseball they're not into that mumbo jumbo nonsense of the analytics and what does that say if they win the they win the their respective manager of the year award we would have had the manager of the year award if our general manager would have taken his head out of his ass and not gone with the uh, analytics and bringing Buffoon back last year. Buck Showalter was an uh, uh, um, Yes Network analyst for the New York Yankees before prior signing with the New York Mets. We had him in our building. We passed up on him because we have our head so far up mathematical equations, nerds rear ends, that we brought back Buffoon and this the season we had. My point is, the man who won the World Series, congratulations to the Houston Astros winning the World Series, Dusty Baker, another manager who we call a relic, old-timer, a geezer. He manages traditional baseball. My point is, analytics hasn't won crap. Yes, does it, is there room for it in baseball? Yes, there is. And I said I'm just going to come heavy because I waited. I sat on this for three weeks, two weeks uh, to rant about it. Analytics has its place, but it's not the front all end all being of running an organization. It has its place. But at the end of the day, you still got to manage with baseball IQ, you know, knowing when to hit, when to pitch, run, hit, pin and run, steal bases. The fundamentals that this game was built over 100 years ago is baseball, not because, oh, well, the probability on the launch angle says that he's going to hit the launch angle up in the air. If he hits the if he hits an uppercut swing with the ball up in the air, probability is it's going to go out of the park. Yeah. So what? So what? The probabilities of me going into the local public's pick six numbers and I and I'm done with being a millionaire and I don't have to even you never see my face again because I'm too busy on a yacht. You know, that's my that's an analytics, but I'm not going to live by it. That's just my opinion. My my thought is here with the New York Yankees when it comes to that. Congratulations on the all, all time managers, the managers who manage like the seat of the pants, make the double switches, know when to get the bullpen. You know, analytics, there is when whenever you want some pitching matchup, righty versus lefty. When a guy is hot or not, but uh, it's 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 making the game unbearable. Baseball with the analytics, in my opinion, it takes the fun. It's not fun because oh oh well, the analytics said this guy. It 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 doesn't make it fun. It doesn't make it the element of surprise of the human element of the Mark Lemke. You know, the five foot eleven guy come out on the pinch hit or comes out too bad against the six foot five. 101 mile power flamethrower and, and he comes and he gets a hit and, and gets the, the opposite base hit and here comes a speedy runner because he pinch ran and excitement or you have the play at the plate with seen Sid Beam you know those type of things analytics cannot no matter how much math equations no matter how much square root you can find you're not going to get it in my opinion is it's ruining baseball it's taking the fun it's making the game boring it's making them Yankee product not just the Yankee baseball product in general boring and i'm glad now that the shift is gone 
There is not going to be a baseball shift here. We're going to see a lot of left-handers starting to get better. Now, what brings me now to my next point is with the New York Yankees. Now, let's take it right back because this is a Bronx Bombers Strike Back podcast. I wanted to give my, my thoughts of the managers of the year. Kudos to them and kudos for traditional managers. Me, personally, I was so excited to see both managers winning because they're traditional managers. None of this hocus-pocus analytics crap, and I'm happy for them. I'm glad that they won. They, they, they got their managerial awards now the yankees it seems like brian cashman will be returned as a general manager i don't know what's this mystery of him not working without a contract either is it he's you know how kudos to how he got in front of the cameras talked to meredith marakovich on the hot stove had two-part interview said they're gonna spend money they had in contact with judge he seems like he wants to be a proactive owner but action speaks louder than words. We all know that when you when you need when you want to prove something, your action is going to speak louder than words. And I think with the Yankees here, with how he needs to open up his his pocketbook here, spend some money. Um, I know Judge; he's been having. He said he has conversation with Judge back and forth. I think that that deal gets done personally. But first and foremost, get us a, get your general manager, get your house in order. When I mean get your house in order, if if we're gonna go general manager guy in Cashman, sign him already. Introduce him as a as a sign manager, as your general manager. Go forward. We all know Aaron Boone is returning. How still enjoys having Boone as a manager? Says he he manages well to some parts. All right, that's fine. And now I I, I think we're gonna give Boone this one more year. Um, I would have loved Boone to be gone, but. There really risen really wasn't a sexy managerial replacement out there that you're gonna say, let's bring him here. I think the Texas Rangers getting ahead of the Yankees and bringing Bruce Brochi was a telltale sign to bring in a manager, a smart manager, a manager who has baseball IQ in the in the into the clubhouse. Kukuros on the Texas Rangers for getting ahead of the Yankees, in my opinion. I don't think there was anyone sexy, anyone that is gonna move the fan base besides Don Manley. Now, I don't know if Don Manley wants to take a year off and then come in and become even a hotter commodity because it's also about money money as well. If Manley sits one year out in the major, this is my opinion, Manley sits one year out here this season, next year he's going to have a bunch of teams, a bunch of uh, um, jobs available. He uh, return to Dodgers. He could be a return, you know, they don't like Robinson out there in L.A. He could be a return there. He also, you know, the Red Sox job. Yes, I hate to say it, Don Manley with the Red Sox. If the Red Sox has another subpar year, could they bring in a Don Manley in there? Possible. They also talk about a successor for Buck Showalter down the loan as a bench coach for Don Manley. No, point is, Manley sits a year. He's going to command another two extra $2 million, in my opinion, a year if he comes in because he's going to be the most sought out um, uh, manager out there. Joe Girardi will be out there, but I don't think Joe Girardi with the Yankees, a re-love or remarriage is not going to work with the general manager. I don't think that will work there. Um, also, I don't see any other sexy names out there for the Yankees to bring in other than Don Manley coming in if Boone doesn't work. But we're hoping it doesn't. Hope everything. I hope next year we're talking about Aaron Boone, you know, possibly taking the Yankees to the World Series. You know, I know as much as we don't like him, as much I'd be the first one to say I'm not a big fan of, of Aaron Boone. But if he's the manager, I, I, I want the best for the team. Now, with that said, we need a general manager. We need the general manager ready in place. Get the house in order. Get that going. Now we need to sign Judge. Judge, $337 million for eight years is not a bad contract. It's a very, very, very good contract. If that is truth, if there's any facts to what is being reported out there, that's what the Yankees offer, the last offer. That's a good deal. Now, if San Francisco Giants go 400 for maybe two more years, you know, 40, it's going to be less AVA for 
for him to go to San Francisco. Remember, one thing that we don't, we no, no one talks about in any of anywhere, anywhere is the tax implication. San Francisco, the state of California, has a higher tax implication than the state of New York. That's why a lot of teams want to go after, like to go sign for Texas, Florida, the non-state uh, uh, tax teams. You get more money, more value. But right now, the teams that look like that's bidding for Aaron Judge is the, don't forget, don't forget the White Sox or the Cubs are a sleeper team. They could come in the last minute, offer some money and get involved. Like I said, the more teams involved for Aaron Judge, the more greater it is for Judge for suitors for his number to go up. Now, everyone's losing their their marbles that he took a meeting with the Giants. That's normal. That's normal. You know, if, oh, they, why did he deny it? And what's he going to go say? Yeah, I'm going to go. It, it, it's all part of the tactics. He's going to meet with them. That's all fine and dandy. The Yankees, how even said, if he signs with the New York Yankees, whatever millions, he will be the next, he will be named the next New York Yankee captain. Now, a lot of people say there's not a lot of stock to that. Who cares? Whatever it is. It, it, thank you again, Chris. It doesn't matter where the Yankees bring him as a captain or not. Just get the job done. Now, if the Yankees were going another route where we don't get an Aaron Judge, there's other names out there. There's nothing to be panicked about, but you're going to lose that 60-plus home runs, 100-plus RBIs presence in the, in, in the middle of the lineup. We also saw Craig Bellinger. Bellinger has been not tendered by the by the Dodgers. I'm not saying ben Bellinger will will fill a, a judge's shoes, but you bring in a Bellinger who is a left-hand hitter in Yankee Stadium. Remember, they got rid of the shift. You bring in the left-handed hitter who could play, also has ties with the Yankees. His father won World Series here in the 90s with the Yankees. Oh, and it, it doesn't mean much. We understand that. It's, that's two, two super generations. But the point is, there's motivation. Will he fit Aaron Judge's shoes? No, no, I don't think no one could fit those shoes. Um, you know, Christ says there's a judge's chamber. Bellinger will be a name to keep an eye on the radar. You bring him in here, left-handed bat, left-handed stick for Yankee Stadium. Remember, you got to start building to your team, your strength to your team. You know, in in a perfect world, I would love to get either both. What's going on, Hector? What's going on? I would like to see the Yankees get both Bellinger as a left-hander. And judge, but I don't think it will work. I don't think they will go that deep, that extreme. You also got the Yankees would like to sign Andrew Benintendi back. We wanted to see if he will bring come back here. It'll be interesting to see if if he will return for the Yankees and what at what deal. Also, the Yankees made a kick. They kicked and found out they met some medical records on Jacob Degrom. To me, I think that's a pipe dream. I'm gonna be totally honest. Jacob Degrom in the New York Yankee. Hmm, that's a pipe dream. Because I don't see how spending the $47 million is going to take to get a Jacob DeGrom in here for three years. I don't see that. Um, a lot of names. The next sexy name is Carlos Rendon. Now, Carlos Rendon is a good lefty. You Remember, I mentioned to say you, you get players to fit your stadium. You get the left-handed pitcher. Yankee Stadium always had a good left-hander. A left-hander you saw with Nestor Cortez doing very well. Jordan Montgomery to a degree. Very well. Andy Pettit. The list goes so off and so off. You always need a good, solid left-handed pitcher. And the end, Rendon fits the bit. One thing personally, me, that worries me is health issue. I know he's been healthy for the next last year and a half. You could say the same thing about Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge, one was his main stigma, his health issue. The same thing with Carlos Rendon. Carlos Rendon would be a nice addition. We got to find out what kind of money is it going to be. Also, they're talking about Justin Verlander. Now, Verlander is just too old. Verlander to me is just too old. Would it help the Yankees get over the top? Possible. Possible. But then now 
to who do you have in the pipelines? See, if, if the Yankees had a starting pitching that was in the single A, a level, or double A, that we need a couple more years, two or three more years before we have this nonstop stud pitcher coming up, then that bust to Berlander move makes sense. You could bring in Berlander for the next two years. You sign him for three years. You know you're going to get maybe a year and a half, two years of good Berlander. The last year, you probably get a CC Sebastian type of year until you have this kid, these kid, or the kid, the phenoms, ready to come up. But I don't think the Yankees have anyone in their farm system who we could think of that's going to that's a year, two years ready to come in and, and you do have that transition. Because remember, Cole is going to go on the decline. <clears throat> Excuse me. Cole is going to go on the decline. Also, we want to see what we what the Yankees do with their bullpen. I mean, I don't know. This is this the Yankees are in a pitiful point where whatever moves they make, it could either could accelerate or or take them a step forward, or it actually could detain them and take two steps back. It's a real it's a real um, interesting off season. It all starts with Judge, the shortstop. I don't think the Yankees sign a shortstop. As much as we would like to get a shortstop, me personally, um, two names I wouldn't mind to get as the Yankee. I wouldn't mind Bogarts, personally. Wouldn't mind Bogarts or Swanson. I know that um, Correa, to, you know, believe me, if it was the old of Yankees, I would have said Correa would have been here. But since they have those two young studs coming up in, in, in the minors of the short, the two shortstop, Volpe and Peraza, I don't know if they'll sign. I don't think they'll sign neither um, neither one. That's why I say more Bogarts because Bogarts you could get them on a cheaper deal, or even Swanson, and you could move a Glaber Torres. I know Glaber Torres was being was being talked about, rumored to Seattle. I don't think that happens either. I think uh, a Glaber Torres move will be somewhere, probably in in a, they'll move him. I, but it will be a team that we know least suspect, and we're like, oh, they got that, they got that young pitcher. You know, don't be surprised if he gets called if the Yankees. Uh, move Glaber Torres with some prospects to, to the Brewers. Brewers looking to shave some some money off their off their um team. And they got a couple guys that we would like to a couple pitchers there. Um Torres is not ready to get the big money yet. Mr. Jiggerman, how are we doing? Salute. Thank you for joining us this this afternoon. So we have to see where the Yankees attach their names to. Um let me ask the chat here. I know I've seen so many I've seen a lot of your videos. I've seen a lot of the names out there but is the give me a sleeper name give me a sleeper name that we don't see yet for the new york yankees that you know what i didn't think about it to me it's patrick Byrne uh, from, from from the brewers i could see the yankees ending up with, with, with burns i could see him um they want to shed tr tr um, shed money cap space money stay under that luxury don't want to spend they don't want to pay i could see that happening um i don't know what also concerns me is the Yankees don't have a closer. We saw Stephen Writings got picked up. And I know Stephen Writings wasn't going to come in here and be the all-all end-all. He wasn't. I'm not saying he was going to come in here and be, you know, the next Mariano Rivera. You know, no. But I but I also seen that he has potential. The Mets now got him. Got himself a pretty good arm coming back from injuries. The Yankees got to revamp their bullpen. That's one thing I'm going to give Cashman his flowers. Brian Cashman knows how to get bullpen arms. I, I no matter no one could not tell me he could know he knows how to construct a bullpen. He knows how to bring a bullpen. He knows how to get the right arms. He knows when to bring the right guys. I could give him credit and flowers on that. Now, when it comes to starting pitching, 
we all know that the, the jury's out. He's not that good. He's not a good. He's terrible in, in evaluating and bringing starting pitchers here. You know, the list is on, is on, and on, and on. My, my opinion is we need we need some strong, strong, strong bullpen arms. We need to go back to what made us Yankees' strength was left-handed dominance in, with the left-handed sticks, good bullpen arms, and being strong up the middle. I like Harrison Bader. Yes, I'm going to say it here on the stream. I think the Harrison Bader trade now, looking at it, let it marinate. It's a good trade. It's a good trade. You lost left-handed pitching, but you now you're now you're in the offseason where you could acquire left-handed pitching. See, when the trade was made at the at the deadline, you didn't bring in left-handed pitching. You lost. You gave away starting pitching to add a uh, injured center fielder. Now is the offseason. You added a strong, strong defensive center fielder, and now you just go out and go get yourself a left-handed starter, and it balances itself. That's a good trade because you made you now you add yourself a strong center fielder. In Harrison Bader, I don't know what's the love that the Yankees want to get with Nimmo. Um, I see Nimmo with the Mets. He's good, but is he going to take the Yankees to the next level? I don't think so. I don't think um, Brandon Nimmo makes, takes the Yankees to the next level that they need. Is he an high base on base guy? He is, but he's not the type that would move, thread the, move the needle. You know, with a Brandon Nimmo, the Yankees need if Brandon Nimmo. I know there's something missing about Brandon Nimmo. I think his a lot of his stats are a little bit empty calorie. You know, it's just me watching, you know, hearing the Mets, listening to WFAN, listening to all the different Mets fans complain about Nimmo's disappearing act from time to time. It's a name that I will try to run the Yankees stay away from. There's interesting names out there. Um, it looks like they're going to stay stick with Higgy and, and Trevino as your catchers. I don't think, you know, Rodvek is still on the roster, so... Looks like they're going to be a, a three-headed monster to compete for two spots when it comes there. Again, the one name that I forgot to mention, the Yankees tender, Isaiah kind of falefa They gave him the $6 million. They could have given him a non-tender. They could have let him walk as a free agent. They decided to bring him back. Everyone is like, why, why? He wasn't that great, whatever, all this whole forth. I think he has value. $6 million. He has value. You bring him in here, a guy who can play third base. You can move him to second. You can move him to short. You, you, still, need a, you still need a shortstop. No matter what, even if it doesn't fall through, if you're even going to go with the rookies, you still need that veteran present at shortstop. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that for one more year. The one name that the Yankees seem that they're going to bring back, which everyone is like, why in the world are you bringing him back? It's the third baseman, Dodge Donaldson. Now, Dodge Donaldson is returning. I think Josh Donaldson's better days is behind him. They're going to really think about having a platoon situation with a Donaldson when it comes to the New York Yankees, but at $25 million, I don't know if they move him. I don't know if they're willing to move him. I don't think the Yankees have any young players or a plethora of players that they could try to move him with unless you're going to tr pr uh, move, you know, Oswaldo Cabrera with a Donaldson or, or even a Peraza because, you know, some. what I mean is somewhere uh, where you have a plethora of talent to try to get that contract off here. Also, Hicks, you know, Aaron Hicks, you know, his name, he, he's another player that... I don't know what you could. I don't know what you could get from him. I, I'm asking you guys, what can the Knicks, the, I mean, the Yankees, get from uh, Aaron Hicks? I don't see much um, they could get from him. You know, he's have had now. It's going to be a year and a half of bad, you know, baseball from him. He looks lost. He looks like he's not lost his confidence. First and foremost, they send him last year. Remember, as you remember, he went to win the ball to the Dominican League. Didn't pan out so hot either. So it looks like the baseball skills has diminished so greatly on Aaron Hicks. Um, I don't know if he has any value. 
you know, I know we want to try to unload players to get better players back, but maybe we just might have to, I don't know, we might have to deal with this. We might have to stick with a, a Aaron Hicks. So look for the Yankees. If they do make some minor moves, maybe you'll see, you know, Esteban Florial move, you know, in a minor deal for, for a single A player that they could put in, in, the, in the system and develop. Um, to because you can't protect them all, so I don't know. Um, I don't know what you think. What you think on that, um, guys? I I don't see the Yankees off season being so active where we wanted because it's easy to say sign this guy, sign that guy, sign that guy. But remember, they only can only fit twenty five in the roster with forty to protect protect uh, all together. So they got to lose. They got to subtract before they could add. I know the Rendon. I know they're going to lose John, uh, Jamison Tyone. I don't think the Yankees signed Jamison Tyone. I think Jamison Tyone, it will move on. I think he'll get a nice contract. I think he'll get some good money with, for, from a, a National League team. Won't be surprised if he ends up in a National League team to go sign there um, for a multi-year deal. Looks like Noah Syndergaard's a name out there for the, for the Phillies. I don't know. We have pieces that other teams don't want. Yes, absolutely. That's a per- that you know what I'm going to highlight that one. That's a perfect. We do have a lot of pieces that other teams do not want. We don't. You know, no one wants a Hicks. No one wants a Donaldson. No one wants an Esteban Florio. To be honest with you, um, I, I don't see any names that other. You know, Glaber Torres is the only name to be honest with you out there for the New York Yankees that might generate some interest. And Oswaldo Cabrera. Oswaldo Cabrera, but you're not really gonna you're not getting a, a King's ransom for an Oswaldo Cabrera. He's a nice player, multiple, multi-talented player that can play multiple positions. Unless if they're really gonna go out and, and let go of and trade Jose Trevino. That's a name that they might they might be able to to get something back in return, folks. If you if you think a Jose Trevino could bring you something back, um, and you got Rodvek, you have Yashioka, you you know, that's a name that you might might be out there. Uh, Tyone does not return the Japanese pitcher. There was a lot of talks. The Yankees talked about him. Now with the with him, um, AJ and salute AJ. Good to see you um, with us today. I, I don't. I I wouldn't mind the Yankees bringing him in here, but uh, is that I, I got to find out if that's part of the uh, the signing bonus, part of the international money pool, and all that. So mm, I I wanted to see that. I wanted to know what what's all that. Let's see how that goes with that, with the international players. Yankees haven't had any, 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 uh, any real, real success when it comes to international players, uh, especially the pitching staff. But if it's going to cost you, what is going to cost you, $21 million? It all depends. It all depends on how. Do you, do, would you would you want to get a proven Rendon over the Japanese starting pitcher? I mean, the upside on the Japanese pitcher might be pleasantly surprised that you might have something really good, AJ. That he might come in and he might be lights out. And you're like, whoa, we got, you know, we got himself, got himself a star, younger star, or Rendon who's pitching the league. We know what you're gonna get at Rendon, left-handed pitcher. That's a good one. That's a up in the air. Let me see. Um, I didn't receive it yet. I have not received the trade proposal. I'm Chris. I've not seen nothing has come to my phone yet. Let's see. I have not seen. And let's see. Chris has a trade proposal, but we'll we'll wait for it to come in, and we'll once we get that trade proposal in, we'll put it up on the air. And I I, I don't know. We'll we'll see what the with the pitching staff for the New York Yankees. They could make some trades for pitching. I know. Uh, 
I know you know why they wanted Lopez, uh, Pablo Lopez from from the Marlins. I don't think the Marlins are going to make any trade. I think the Marlins are going to feel that almost that same team out there. I think the Marlins think they're close. You know, I think they think they're close. I don't think they're eligible uh, playoff or have to pay any much of their players. So I think when it comes to the Marlins, I think he he will he will be staying put. I I'm, I'm telling you, the team that is a wild card is those Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, my Austin says Matsui was the last great international players the Yankees signed, and that didn't come from the farm system. Yeah, you're correct. You're correct. But, but I'm looking for the pitching, the arm. You know, everybody remembers Ken Ken Kenigawa. You know, it wasn't so great of a pitcher. You know, uh, actually, Chin Ming Wan was a really good international uh, player, a good pitcher until the injury. I thought he was really decent. Um, Farfetch, you know, of course, Hideki Arabu. Hideki Arabu was another one that we mentioned. The Yankees. We'll see. It, you know, a lot of Yang, a lot of these um, Japanese players want to play on the West Coast. I, although I think that I think the San Diego Padres are going to be favorite for his services, in my opinion, because it's a it's an easier flight back to the Far East from from the from the West Coast than all the way to the East Coast. You know, only I got we got to give credit to Hideki Masui, who was the one that took the Yankees um, offer, and he did very well for the Yankees. MVP for the New York Yankees. Now for the Yankees here. We're going to find out in a few, in uh, hopefully we will find out what Judge does as we wait for Chris for a moment. Well, hopefully we will see what the ju- what Judge does if he signs. Personally, I hope he signs. He makes his mind quickly up, um, you know, before at least before Christmas, before the Christmas winter meetings. Um, if he makes his decision, sign, take the offer, whichever offer it is. If you know, just let let us know. Let let us as a fan base or as owner as organizations pick pick. And I know you try to get as much money as possible, but it looks like it's a four, a three-team race. It looks like it's the Giants, the Giants, the Yankees, and that one sleeper team. I don't think there's any other teams. I don't think the Mets are involved. Um, I don't think the Dodgers made them, and they already got said no. So on that other sleeper team could be anyone, you know, from Chicago to, you know, the Texas Rangers or or even. Even the Astros. I wouldn't be surprised Astros throw some money that way, but it'll be interesting. Also, good job on the Yankees signing uh, our first baseman, Anthony Rizzo. He is returned. A lot of people say Telltale sign. Rizzo signs, returns with the Yankees. That means that means that Judge might be returning. They're best of friends. Me, when I when I look at this, I always say one thing. Money talks, friendship, and bullshit walks. I'm just going to keep it real. And I don't think, you know, so... Uh, and, I don't know. I, I I know that helps sometimes, but I don't know. Austin says also Rendon will be a great addition to the pitching staff, especially if Tyone is gone. Huge improvement, indeed. Indeed, Rendon. I know it, it's a lot. It's a really good pitcher, left-hander. Just a health issue. It's just a health issue. Or what about a return with Nathan Avaldi? Nathan Avaldi at a, at a deal returning to the New York Yankees. I'm just throwing names out there. Doesn't mean I want them, guys. Doesn't don't don't. Hold your slings and arrows back from from attacking me when I throw these names out there. You know, um, Nathan Evaldi, personally, 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 Nathan Evaldi type of player pitcher, he should be a closer. Not just me, but I know it's so different balls of wax, but it's the offseason. We got time to kill. Me, if I, if I would try to sign a Nathan Evaldi, I would try to say, hey, listen, I would love you to be a closer. Let's bring in Chris real quick. Hi, Chris. Yeah, what's up, Kev? What's up, Jay? All, um, all right. I was trying to, I was trying to send you uh, this trade proposal. All right, because I brought it up on uh, Hector's stream. Um, how about trying to trade for Diaz? 
the uh the right-handed uh pitcher the reliever for uh, the Cincinnati Reds. Red? Yeah. And look, this is the trade. You could probably add one more to get it done. Cause I looked at the, the trade simulator thing. We could trade uh the shortstop Aries, Luis Hill, Gomez, Hicks, Pereira, and Torres. And the trade would basically be even. It's a lot of players. A lot of um here's the thing that here's the thing that I would I will say. It's, it all depends on the Cincinnati Reds farm system. If they have yeah. room in their forty, if their forty-man roster to absorb all those Yankees intake players, how they feel about it, if they're willing, if they're willing to not protect some of their own part of the forty to absorb their players in, and I say that trade will work. See, it's 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 great for us. That's one thing that trade simulators fail to to um, incorporate is when other teams they they remember everyone they get to everyone every team protects 40 40 um, players who they don't want no other teams to touch now and and maybe some some of these contracts like a Hicks a Torres they have to be part of the main roster the main 40 25 man roster because of this contract language and whatever the case is um if that were to work under the Cincinnati Reds con- on um roster where they could fit it that's a nice move because he is a young up-and-coming arm Diaz is yeah. a young up-and-coming arm who's going to make some money um, in arbitration. He will be making money up soon. And, of course, a team like, you know, a, a large market team like New York could pay that kind of money for his services. It does make sense, but it all depends, like I said, back onto those 40-man roster um, um, implications of who they're going to protect, who they don't protect, Chris. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm trying <laughs> to get, like, everybody to understand. It does make sense because they did trade before. Even though Chapman had that that uh, issue with the domestic violence, they still traded a young Chapman to us. And I mean, look what he did his first couple of years with us. Yeah, when he came back, you know, he was overused. But when he was with us, with uh, him and him and uh, Miller, he was dominant. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. That's why I, those trades. I don't know if those big names will make it. I will say a lot of younger players you know you could see a lot of the double single a that's why you see a lot of those trades a lot of young single a um young uh prospects moving like i never heard of because of course they put them they allow them to go into their minor their um a ball system and they could develop there without being placed on the 40-man roster those kind of moves work like that i could see yeah. i could see the yankees calling cincinnati on that but i mentioned the brewers Brewers look like they want to um, cut costs, clean house. Um, not much to the point where they're going to be terrible, but like a retool. And I, and those are names, names like Burns out there and others. Look for the Milwaukee Brewers to be a team where teams are going to start calling to poach and get healthy on. Yeah. Uh, if I had to choose between we'll draw for Burns, I'm choosing Burns. Because that would be the person I would give a Dominguez to. Because... The way he dominates, and then he what? He just won a sign young like two years ago or a year ago. So if, if I had to choose between the two, it'll probably be Burns. Right, and that's that's the kind of that's the that's the kind of moves that I could see a Cashman do. If if he's the, if he's still the general manager, which we all know he is, he's still making you know hasn't been officially signed, which is kind of odd, but. That like I said, we you know not to go around in circles, but that's exactly what's going on there. Um, that's the kind of move that 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 if he's the general manager makes, and I wouldn't be surprised if that's the type of the Yankees 
bring that along and and especially if they want to lose their folk take their focus away i think that's in their back pocket i think if case if, if judge doesn't sign they already have their you know cashman is known they did it with robinson cano when robinson cano immediately signed with seattle they made a move they i know it's not the right one folks and i know we can't stand the move but the yankees moved immediately they signed the bellsbury as soon as as soon as we um you know, he, he left to Seattle. They, they signed Ellsbury in a heartbeat. They had plan B. They had plan C. The Yankees always have the plans in, in motion. It might not be what we want, not might what we might like, but they believe me or not, that's why they're, despite the fact they haven't won in so long, but they're prepared for at least for different contingencies. And I think they got, they have a ready plan set if Judge does not return to the Bronx. Yeah. Um, I, I told somebody this too, like, I was a fan before Judge, and I'll be a fan after Judge. And people need to understand, yeah, we might not we might not get the same production with Judge, with other players, but you can easily get other players to basically do a combination of what Judge did. Or, you know, sometimes even better. It depends on who we trade for. Like, say, say if Ryan Reynolds is out there. Just say if he is. I'm not saying he is. He's been reported. Um, there's people called in and inquired. People are calling in, and, and and his name is available. He is available for the for for so the pirates. What if what if what if we get you know a combination of Reynolds or uh, Benettoni or Reynolds and the, the Asian uh, left fielder? Like there's there's pieces that you can do to you know still make this team a winner. People just think, oh, you know. It, it, there's a there is a limit. Like I'm not gonna give Judge 410 million dollars. That that's just too much. I mean, I would I would love for him to stay on the team, but sometimes you know you, you got to think about the whole team. Like he said, he wants to play for a winner. If we give you that much money, they're gonna make the excuse like, oh, we couldn't pay these other players because we're giving you too much now. And everybody knows that's gonna be the excuse. I can see, I can see that point when when it comes to judging the money. But he's staying. I I I, I, yeah, I know yeah, yeah. he's yeah. he's not. I don't think he's leaving. He's gonna get his money. He's gonna get, and I think it's gonna be um, front ended. Yeah. Uh, he's gonna have higher ABA in the front end, and I think he's gonna as the years um, escalate, his his the contract will decrease uh, in annual value. I think he's going to put those he's going to get paid higherly up front and I think he's going to get the money. I think he's going to get close to 400 million and but he's going to be uploaded, top loaded and then he'll, he'll de decline um as the years, you know, year 7, a year 5, year 6 and 7. You know, don't be surprised if they put a, a, a escalating clause or, or an out clause after 4 years, 3 years where he could renegotiate to get more money. It will be if he was if he really um going out there and having those kind of years it wouldn't be surprised you know sign up for another five six years at, at that at his average ABA in three years he's going to make even more money so it all depends on his agent which i think he's going to have he's going to have some good agents who's going to make some smart um languages in his contract in my opinion yeah i would i would do a, um i probably would give him uh eight years 350 We'll see in that. And I love this one here. If the Yankees lose Judge, but trade for Corbin, get Rendon, that's two pitchers, folks, mm -hmm. and a Turner, it'll be hard to complain for the Yankee fans. Personally, oh, yeah. 
personally, if if um, I'll, I'll take this one. If they even if you get give me Burns, Rendon, and Bellinger, and you then that's it. I, I wouldn't mind going with the rookies as shortstop. The reason why because here's the thing why I'm okay with it because you have Anthony Rizzo as your first baseman. Well, well, well he's not gonna hit the home runs. I don't. I'm not. I'm, here's my point. Rizzo is gonna save those two kids. Whoever you put at shortstop from errors because he's a vacuum cleaner. That's a big client. This is a big sign. I know I don't want to de deviate a little bit from what we were talking about, Judge, but the signing of Rizzo at first base, that's telling me if you bring those rookie kids, even if they won't make the short throws, you got a guy who could pick it, who's at the hell of defensive first baseman at first, that's going to help um, ease that transition on the shortstop. So, I, you know, so I really think that big, that was a huge, um, major signing of Rizzo returning to the Bronx, Chris. Well, I kind of like what your son said. Um, because Turner, it came out. Turner said he's willing to play second or third. So, like, <coughs> if, if you can get those two pitchers in Turner, and then put Turner at at third, and then put one of them at second and one of them at short, that actually, I mean, like your, your son said, it shouldn't be no excuse. Why? Especially, I'll say this too, and I'm not gonna say it's happening. If that happens, and we get those three players, and say we get to the World Series, that should let you know that we didn't go to the world series with judge we didn't win with judge but then we go when judge leaves it i mean look what happened to the nationals they traded they let bryce harper go and look what happened they wanted a chip the next year i mean yeah, sometimes it, that happens it opens up uh, it opens up sometimes sometimes yeah i'm not saying i'm not saying this no. year with judge sometimes it opens up the diff to changing when you're dictate you're dictated or you're forced to play a different style of baseball Mm -hmm. And when you lose a certain type of player, you're forced to play another style of baseball that might at that moment translate to victories or um, take you to that next level. You know, you have a team that's playing a certain way and you lose an element where you're forced to play a certain way. It might be just enough to get you over the hump. I'm not saying that, you know, well, well that's why we need to like judge go. No, I'm not saying that. But maybe sometimes fate dictates um, your style of play. And of course, it worked for the Nationals, you know, and maybe that's what helps. Yeah, no that too. Man. That too. That too, yeah. Hector. Yeah, and of course. That, that's the main one too. It helps if you have a Juan Soto in your farm system. Absolutely. Let's not sugarcoat it. Let's not BS it. Yes, indeed, indeed. Would you? The, I was about to say, would you trade? Because uh, I heard these rumors too. Would you trade? Try to see, call the Braves about uh, Rana Acuna. Hey, Rana Acuna is special. He's 24 too, so he's still young. <clears throat> that injury though, but but then here's yeah. the thing that makes you worry. Um, let me get a excuse me. Let me ask you a question. 24 year old, and he's already had that leg injury, and if Atlanta's willing to move him, red flag. That's all yeah. thing I'm gonna say. It, ra it raises me a red flag with with them because they signed him for a long term. They signed they the, the, the Braves signed all their players smartly. They gave them long term. They bought out a lot of the early arbitration years. They they signed them long term. They have them for a few years at a good at a team friendly price. Now, if they're willing to move them, it kind of it'll, it'll keep me a little bit worried to stay away because why is they why are they moving a twenty four year old dynamic outfielder with leg issues? That will worry me. Yeah. Yes, and Hector's right. Stay yeah. away because that injury is a career altering. Absolutely, it could be a Jermaine or Jermaine die situation um you know jermaine died when he fell off that ball off his shin never was the same dynamic player for the athletics never was again never was again he was a, he was lethal 
until that injury. I'm not saying that's the same thing happening with Acuna, but hey, we could see how injuries, like Hector said, could be career alternating majorly. Um, it'll be interesting. Um, if, if the Braves are willing to move him, I, I will raise. I'll do like I like the Rock Braves on eyebrow and say, "Hmm, I got something to worry about there." Um, Chris. Uh, other than that, I don't. I don't know. I don't see that there. But uh, Syndergaard, uh, not Syndergaard, uh, Degrom, the Yankees. Interesting. Um, picking up the medicals is just. I think it's just going through motions, just to, just to kick the tires. You know, they they're just like when you go to when you go to buy a new car, you look at every car in the lot. Even though you're not interested in buying a certain car, you still look at it. You still look at it. You still sit inside of it. You 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 look at it. You're like, hmm, huh. you know. But you all in all, you're not really gonna. You're not really in the in the market to buy the sports car. You're really there to pick, pick, get the pickup truck. Yeah, I don't think we. I wouldn't be honest with you. Just like a Acuna and Acuna Young, I mean, Jacob got too many injury concerns for me to try to give him that much money. I mean, he could break down. Yeah, he could break down anytime. The same thing is said about um, Rendon as well with those two dames there, but I think they're just kicking the tires. To be honest with you, I I, I don't think there are anything there. Now, my my question to you, I know you mentioned Diaz, but free agency wise, nothing excite me as a closer out there. No, uh, I think everything's in the trade market. Um, the, the the three teams I keep hearing it's Seattle, Detroit, and the Marlins, and that's for Glaber. And if, and if, if I was the Yankees, out of all three of those teams, I would I would try to make a deal with Seattle because they got the best arms in the bullpen. And apparently they want Glaber. So I mean they got a couple couple good uh, arms. I think one dude one dude's name Flexen, and then uh, Munoz. Those are the two I'll be looking for. Well, now Seattle just made the playoffs last season. They just came in there. They 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 just gave. Uh, you know, they just signed players. They gave their Rodriguez a big contract. You know, uh, Castillo. Why, let, would, let me ask you, why would they want to move arms when they're just getting the cusp of getting in tasting postseason? You know, and going forward, I mean, it makes me wonder why would you want to move your arms for for Torres? That's another. You know, I can see a team that. Just missed missed the playoffs, and they're just in the cusp, and they're you know. But Seattle got there. Why would they want to move their arms? Because I, I like I know in their system and everything, they got a a, a fluctuate of uh, arms coming in. So they don't have a really a good second baseman. So the fit makes sense. Yankees need a, a arm, and they need a second baseman. Okay. And, and you know we don't really need Glaber. I mean, really. yeah, like we got all the, you know, we got the young infield. If DJ come back, and then we still got IKF, so it's like we don't really need Glaber. But Oswaldo Cabrera too is a natural infield. Yeah, and I don't know. It's just it, the fit. That fit makes sense. Like everybody, like some people still bringing up the Pablo Lopez thing. I do not want Pablo Lopez. If I had to try to get a Marlins pitcher, I want Trevor Rogers. Right. If, if I got to choose, I don't want Pablo because he, the last two years, he hasn't been good. And at least Trevor Rogers, he's still young and Matt Blake could work on that. Cause I think, I think, uh, Pablo's like what, 26. And I think Rogers is 24. He's two years younger. So that, that's just me though. I mean, 
I feel like Cashman, I'm hoping Cashman does the right thing if he's still our GM, quote unquote. But if, if I was the Yankees, I would try to see if Seattle would give up one of them arms. For okay, so, so we know that the Seattle is trading from a uh, uh, position of strength. I'm just being devil's yeah. advocate, folks. I'm just being a little bit of devil's advocate here. So we need to see that there. Now, let me be another devil's advocate here. If, if you're seeing the Giants, the Giants are, are trying to sign Aaron Judge. And we don't know that the Giants uh, have a lot of success when it comes to winning World Series when they're pitching. You know, why not? Why not resign uh, Rondon? Or you think both are in the pictures for the Giants? I know we're not Giants. We're not in New York. We're not San Francisco Giant um, podcast here. But I'm gonna play a little devil's advocate here. If you're the San Francisco Giant, you know you're, you want to sign Judge, but are you signing? Are you? Do you think they have room for Rendon? I mean, I think they got room. I just, to be honest with you. I think they, they they just so you know focused on judge. I think by, by the time they even try to figure out, I think Rodon's gonna be signed. So if you're I, but the reason why I'm being devil's advocate, if you're Aaron Judge, now I'm going to a team that doesn't have pitching. So mm-hmm. am I going to get better? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna get the bag, but am I gonna get better or, or am I gonna go to a West Coast one? You're gonna go to the West Coast team where you will get good luck, good luck, and be market. And being seen on a regular prime time, being the face of baseball, you're just gonna get lost. I don't see a lot of team. I don't see a lot of Yankee fans. You know, maybe in the beginning, but it's not staying up to ten o'clock at night to watch a San Francisco Giant game, or we put on, on nationally televised that late. I don't think a lot of folks. You're gonna get the the Mike Trout treatment. You're gonna get lost. You're gonna get lost because of the time zone. Now, if you're Aaron Judge and you're talking about, you know, a lot of these players want marketing brand and making money and so forth, and you're going to a team with no, with no pitching, losing Rendon. Is that really going to be a smart move on him? I'm getting that. Those are the those are the questions that are probably weighing on that kid's mind. Yeah, um, I know what he said was he wants to play for a winner, and right now, I mean, the Giants team is not a winner. I mean, especially right now with the we got a better bullpen, our lineup is a little better, and our pitching is a little better. So, if it's between us and the Giants, I would think we have the better team. But it, like you said, it's it's all up on him. Everybody keeps talking about, oh, he's from the Bay and everything. But he already said, yeah, he's from the Bay, but his heart's with the Yankees. So he would have to choose if, say, the Giants give them gives him a little, you know, twenty more million. I mean, I, I can't blame him because the Yankees, the Yankees should have been locked him up since his rookie year. Hmm. Maria. Let's go Yankees indeed. So we'll see them. We'll see what that would judge there. That's why I'm surprised he dismissed the Dodgers so fast. You know, I don't know if that's true or not. You know, but it, it was multiple reports say that he just very dismissive with the Dodgers offer. Like, no, no, thanks. Like, I have no interest of in signing with the Dodgers. Yeah, I think the Dodgers was uh low years, but it was a high a- AAV. But he don't people don't realize this. Yeah, he wants a high AV, but he he wants the years too. He wants to have stability. Not only that, the longer the years, the more years down the contract, it takes it, it helps out with the tax implication. Because when if you get even if you try to short term with a higher AVA, you're gonna pay a lot of taxes. That's why that that those moves don't really work. That's why they want the long years stretch out prov, um, provision because of the tax implication. That's why they want to sign for those eight, nine year deals for that reason yeah. and that reason because of the taxes. 
that's what that's the reason why um that's why they don't you're like well why don't you shit why don't you just give a 55 million dollar year contract for three years and you, you're making up you who's not going to say no to make 55 million a year is that because it's a, such a short term they're really not going to make all that money um because they got to pay a lot of taxes year after year on that that's why well uh kev i'm about to go See yeah you later, I, i'm gonna i'm going to step off in a moment i'm gonna just a few more minutes to wrap up just wanted to talk about the a little bit of the offseason not much happening here in you know for the new york yankees just wanted to give you my thoughts i haven't been on the air for a couple of weeks and just wanted to give you my quick thoughts my quick hot stove talk um and hot points on the new york yankees going forward I'm happy you feel better, Kev. Um, I'm happy you let me join because at first I knew you was trying to do your thing. I just wanted to get that little trade out there because I knew you was like asking to chat about the trade. Yeah, no. Everybody, it, have a, anybody who wants a to chat. Day, you know, uh, I got to hurry up and run some errands, but I hope everybody have a good day, though. And thank you again, Kev. You got it, Chris. Man, check out Chris's channel as well as Yankee Born and Brew, our friend Jiggerman Porto as well. Um, and of course, we had Johnny Davis in there. Uh, Mike Mazza, the Four Train Express. Don't forget to check him out as well. All those are Yankee content creators that that uh, back up the channel, and also likewise, the same love is given to them. Of course, my name is Hector Yankee Morning Brew. You know it, man. Always special, as well as Chris the Flash. Now, before I wrap up here, Yankees, well, it is the season. It is the season, the beautiful holiday season. Yankees wish list: what I want for Christmas. Or what I want for the holidays. I want the Yankees to resolve this situation with Judge. Um, personally, I would love him to sign with the Yankees. But personally, I would love to find out what team is he going on already. That's the first and foremost. If it's the Yankees or not, so we know what plan B is. Um, that's what I want. That's one what I want for the New York Yankees. Um, Steven, salute. Thanks, Judge is leaving. Okay. Me personally, I, what I want for Christmas is to find out where is he going. Finally, give me your give me your answer. If it's, your heart is in San Francisco or others, or you're returning back to New York, New York, and if you're going to make the if we're going to keep Judge's Chambers because we need to know we need the construction workers to know if we're going to reconstruct Judge's Chambers to back to right field or we're going to keep Judge's Chambers for a new season. That's the first and foremost. Secondly, for the New York Yankees, I want to know if we get some pitching. I um, wouldn't mind a couple starters, a starter here. Uh, a left-handed starter and some bullpen arms. I would love for them for the Yankees to get a bullpen arm. Durley gave us a a left fielder who's going to be healthy, who is a contact hitter and who's left-handed. I want to see that out. Jay Boogie, salute. Jay Boogie, salute, my man. How are you, man? I'm glad to see you. I hope your Thanksgiving is well. Thank you for stopping by and giving me some love on the channel. I appreciate my friend. And what I want for Christmas after that some bullpen arms give me some trades if we're gonna move glaber torres um give me some um, arms by some way some form revamp the, the arms and let's get going for the new york yankees want to see some strong arms some strong bullpen arms and what i want for for the christmas season but for that we'll know we'll, we'll keep an eye on that any news that breaks here on the winter meetings we will break that down also stay tuned um Pretty soon, in a couple of days, we'll have a video out for the Mets. Mets have not Mets fans have not forgotten about you. The Q44. I know we haven't done much of the Mets, but the Mets wish list, the Mets Mets rumors. Um, we'll have a video, a podcast only on the Mets coming up soon. We're just trying to get work those out and see what news and content the Mets will bring up. A lot of a lot of news with the New York Metsies. And um, don't forget tonight, the New York Knicks return into action tonight against the. Portland Trailblazers, Chef Dan, 
myself will be back on the play-by-play tonight. And, of course, tomorrow, the New York Rangers take on the Edmonton Oilers here. We'll have the watch-along. It's Connor McDavid will take on the New York Rangers coming back from that road trip. 2-1-1 and for the Rangers on that road trip. So, for myself, thank you so much, Chris the Flash. We appreciate you guys. We hope your Thanksgiving was well. Thank you for giving me a, a 45 to an hour of your time this, this Black Friday. Remember, it's the season. Tell someone that you haven't talked to in a while. Hello. And, of course, season's greetings to everyone. We're in the holiday season, folks. Let's go Yankees. See you next time. Don't know the power of the dark side. We would be honored.